Ladies and gentlemen, I am Jokey Pants, and I am going on a journey of speaking to all the people that I've known over the years to give you an inside look at my own life, as well as just overall different conversations and the different walks of life that I've been through, uh, I guess you could say. Uh, I hope you'll enjoy the different conversations that we're about to have on the series, and if you do enjoy, go back and check out the older episodes or the other episodes of What an Oddcast. I'm Jokey Pans, and this is your 10 Minutes. Mr. Derek Sedota. Uh, you know, being a music man yourself, you know, I know you've, uh, you know, you've dabbled in bands and things. Am I wrong? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm currently in technically two. Um, I do, I've got a cover band out in Buffalo where I do like 80s hair metal, hard rock. Um, and then I have, it's not really my project, but I play live for uh, my friend Ed Gage out in California. He writes original music. He's an actor, too, so he's been an extra in a couple movies. Like, uh, actually, he was in The Mandalorian, um, so he's been in a couple of things. What? Just small mind Well, now, hold but... on a second. He was in Man... What, what did he do in Mandalorian? <laughs> so, remember when... Uh, when the Mandalorian, he goes to the planet with, like, the krill farmers and everything, and he trains them how to uh, fight the stormtroopers, and they uh, sink, like, the ATSC into, like, the trench. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, he was one of the rebels. He was uh, uh, the one that he was, like, teaching how to shoot, like, pans and shit like that. Oh, shit, no kidding. Yeah. It's a real minor role, but it's still cool just that he's, like, in the, uh, you know, in the Star Wars universe, you know. Yeah, dude, like, it doesn't even matter what you did, like, that's, like, actually, oh, yeah. on, like, yeah, that's fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah, I know, I tell him all the time, like, even if you're just a krill farmer, man, like, you're a krill farmer in Star Wars, like, that's, you know, so. But, oh, uh, shit. Yeah, no, he's a good dude, though. Uh, it's funny because we actually met um, at a Yingbei Mamstein concert in like 2014 or something like that, 2015, and uh, we hit it off. And then um, when he needed a guitar player, because he comes back to New York uh, probably once a year around like Christmas time, mm-hmm. and uh, everybody that lives here, you know, hasn't seen him play because he normally, you know, he's out in LA. Oh yeah, so, you know, he's across uh, the country. Yeah, exactly. So uh, he hit me up to be his guitar player, and then uh, I grabbed my buddy um, and my drummer for both bands, actually, Nick Moran, who uh, he's going to Berkeley. He actually got accepted for this fall, but uh, they're doing online courses. Yeah, so he's going to Berkeley, and then he actually, uh, this week, actually, just got um, an endorsement with Soul Tone Symbols, so I'm pretty proud of him. He's uh, 18, but he's like... He's a god. He's like a child prodigy. I mean, I've been playing for 10 years, and I have to, you know, constantly practice just to keep up with them. So they're like, yeah, let's throw in, like, 10 new songs right now. <laughs> like, why not, you know? <laughs> like, sure, Nick. Like, I don't have, like, anything, you know, else, like a job or anything. Like, But, yeah, uh, no, he's... No, you, I, no, you I, don't I have anything to do with music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I... I joke with him all the time. I say he's my son because uh, he looks like he could be. You know, I mean, he's like same height as me. He's got long brown hair, brown eyes, and we're both passionate about uh, uh, hair metal and everything. We both run around in fucking leather pants. 
Oh man, leather oh, am pants. I allowed to swear? I'm sorry. I'll try and. Oh no no you, no no! See, this is one thing everyone should have come to expect with Oddcast is we don't filter like fucking anything. There's a lot of things I should probably edit out of episodes that are not. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, I just I just thought about. It. I'm like, ah oh, man, maybe I shouldn't be saying like shit and stuff like oh, that. God no, we do nothing but swear and say the dumbest shit. <laughs> it's our whole brand. Sounds like a good time. <laughs> Um, now, now leather pants. Uh, you know, you have the picture with the leather pants and the guitar. Are leather pants uncomfortable? Like, I can't. My brain is telling me that they cannot be comfortable to wear leather pants. Uh for extended periods of time, they're not. Mine have silk lining in the inside, so they don't like sticky as hard. You know, because like the ones that don't. I mean, you know, getting into them is not too bad, but getting out, like, you know. Oh God, I can't imagine. <laughs> Had a good time. Yeah, so, but I mean, I've worn them since I played in bands, probably since high school, honestly, maybe a little bit after, Damn. so, I mean, it's kind of, Broken, yeah, I though. mean, it's like, yeah, oh yeah, definitely, but I mean, like, it's part of, like, the whole, like, the rocker outfit, because, like, to me, you know, I want to emulate, like, the rock stars that I idolize, like, I don't want to just look like somebody that walked off the street and then stumbled onto a stage with a guitar, you know? Fair enough. So. You know, actually, uh, when we uh, over on the channel here, uh, we did uh, a cover of uh, Pantera. We did it was like three, four parts that we covered, like their history, their albums, all the shit that was going on. But there was a uh, there was a story I ended up bringing up that Phil had about early in his his career when he was just starting out. He was in like the cover band stuff, but. Uh, he was in a onesie. He was in this. He was in a onesie. It was pure white, and he was like, "I downed all those vitamin C's. Try to keep like my immune system up." He's like, "Let me tell you, never take more than recommended." He ended up shitting himself on stage. Finished the song. He's like, "I ran in the back and I just and these pure white spandex pants are just this giant orange spot all over my ass." <laughs> Wow! No, I've never heard that story. That's fucking. That's great. Oh god! It, well, his problem, he said, was that uh, he didn't have a backup set, so he had to just grab some random set of like pants from somewhere. And he's like, "Let me tell you, for anyone starting out in music, never grab a random set of pants you see." Because I ended up catching some hitchhikers, and I was not happy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. but you know. Uh, you know, you're, you're big into music and things, and for you know anybody that's gonna listen here, they they have no clue. Like you, you know, you like hair metal. What what would you say like your top band? Like the band, if you could go back in time, see them when they're just starting out and learn from them, who would it be? Oh, definitely Guns N' Roses. And uh, funny enough, actually, of <laughs> last year, I got to uh, hang out with Slash <laughs> for a little bit, just a little bit. It was like ten minutes. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, to get to see them, like, in their prime. Oh, yeah, it's more than most people will get, you know. He's uh, not a very social guy. I mean, he's he's friendly, but, like, you could tell he's very, like, introverted, you know. I think think uh, that just comes with the trade for a lot of... A lot of things like that. Like, you don't expect it, but I know there's a lot of musicians that are bigger or good at what they do, but they're not not exactly social butterflies. (laughs) Yeah. Just like, yeah, man, I like to yeah. play guitar. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's pretty much exactly how he was. So, yeah, that sums it up pretty well. Like, you know, I just want to play guitar and 
you know, beyond that, leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you so, can't blame him. You know, uh, yeah. being famous, you're always in the spotlight. So, you know. Oh, yeah, definitely. So, I mean, you know, at the level they're at, I'm sure he gets a million people a day that want, you know, to talk to him, to be him, to be near him. So, you know, I can get it. But uh, he was cool okay. when I met him, so he was friendly. Is he? And, uh, does he have an intimidating presence? Like, like even though he's friendly, is it like you walk in and you're like, "Oh my fucking god, it's Slash!" And he just walks in and the room yeah. like lights, <laughs> like some kind of unholy glow. <laughs> like... No, like he he is kind of in like I guess intimidating because like he's burly. I guess is the best way to describe it. He's not like wow. you know like super ripped or whatever. He's just like kind of a stocky you know guy. I'm a little bit taller than him, but he's still, I think he's like 5'10", five, 5'11", five so he's kind of a bigger guy. But he's got a super soft voice, which I was not, you know, I was expecting to have like kind of like a deeper, Yeah, I was expecting know. like a deep, booming. Yeah, no, he's got a very soft, quiet voice and, uh, you know, very relaxed kind of, so, and, uh, yeah. Not what I was but, expecting. Uh, yeah, it's, <laughs> Yeah, no, me neither. I was like, wow, okay. Uh, but uh, that's that's fucking awesome. Getting to meet Slash. Fuck, I wish I could do it, some shit like that. Uh, it was literally <laughs> like a one in a million. Like, enter your name for a chance to win. Kind of, you know. I'm like, well, let's see what happens. You know, where's really? that I lose? And then, uh, yeah, we then oh, we got shit. the email, and uh, it, we were kind of like, I swear to God, if this is fake, I'm gonna kill somebody. <laughs> <laughs> I needed a vacation so badly from, uh, I think it was, yeah, Warner Brothers. They sent the email out or whatever. And, uh, yeah, so we got to stay. Actually, we got to stay in the same hotel as him, so we got to live like rock stars for, like, two days or some crap like that. But uh, it was awesome, dude. a good time. Uh, you know, uh, on the same chapter of music here, I mean, you know, into hair metal, you got to meet Slash. Let's fast forward the clock a little bit. Ozzy just came out with a new album, and now there's word that he's working on something else. I assume because you can't fucking do anything else in the current state. Like, what else are you gonna fucking yeah. do? Um, yeah, really. What did you think about Ozzy's new album? Like, I didn't. I, I personally didn't mind it. There were there were some tracks on there that I've had on repeat a couple times where I'm just like, I don't know about. Yeah. I don't know. It's just fucking catchy. Like Ozzy still fucking got it. Yeah. No, I know. I really liked um, the title track, Ordinary Man, and then uh, for whatever reason, it it grew on me. um, Scary Little Green Men, that chorus just got stuck in my head over and over and over. Fucking what? And then, uh, honestly, like, the melody for um, uh, Under the Graveyard is pretty catchy, too. When I first heard Under the Graveyard, like it, it was on, it was on repeat for me for days. I, I just kept listening to it, listening to it. I'd be sitting there editing something, be like, I should get back to editing, but I need to hear it one more time, one more time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, no, I'd say my only gripe with it is, um, I wish that he had because he's got the phenomenal Zach Wild back in his band, and uh, he doesn't have Zach. He doesn't have Zach on the album, so. Yeah, you know, I just that, think that, that was a little confusing. Like, how are you not going to use Zach Wilde? Like, come on. Yeah. Yeah, although he did have Slash guest solo for, um, I'm trying to remember which tracks it was off the top of my head, but, like, three or four. So at least he's still got a star 
Shit. guitar player to do some of the leads, but I mean, it would have been, you know, I thought it would have been just that much better if he uh, I can agree. had utilized Zach for, uh, you know, for the majority of the album, because I think he's got, like, Post Malone's, like, producer or something playing guitar yeah, on it. he's really... got a fucking Post Malone song, and <sighs> I, I, I don't really know what to say about it, because... I've I know to it. I'm not a huge fan. I mean, it's not horrible, but it's, I'm just it's not. I'm not really into the rap thing. Yeah, no, and and like I get it. Like Post Malone has been pretty straightforward and out there about that he was a metalhead. He tried to do a metal band, didn't really work out. Ended up being what he is. And yeah, and he's fans with. I know he's like friends with Tommy Lee and all the guys in like uh, the crew too. So he has like worked his way in to show up on stage for other bands that are in completely different genres. And I saw fans of his being like, "What is he doing?" Blah blah. blah. It's like if you actually knew the guy, you'd know that he's actually a really big fucking fan of all of this. And he shout outs yeah. a lot of the big people in metal all the time that he wants to do something with them. Like, I, you know, I may not care for the music. But the person himself, from what I've seen, he's not a bad guy, and he's into the the, the music that I can get behind. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, you win some, you lose some. Um, yeah, so to... yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> at least he's not saying like stupid crap. Like he's like the greatest rock star of all time. Like fucking uh, what's his name there, Kanye, yeah. yeah, Mister Compass. Know. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> so to to round out on on this one here, um. You know, I know you're a big Punisher fan. What would you say, out of all the things Punisher has done, what would you say, like, your favorite incarnation of him? He's had, like, Frankencastle. He's had the war machine that he's done. I think he did Ghost Rider for a bit. Like, what would you say, like, overall, his fav- your favorite incarnation? Regular Frank or one of the other ones they've done? Uh, so the Max series, the so Punisher Max for, like, Max graphical content. Um, I've collected every single volume and uh, all the extra, like, the holidays or seasonals and one-offs for Punisher Max. And uh, that's definitely my favorite series. Um, I believe it's written by Garth Ennis. Ennis, how do you pronounce it? And, uh, yeah, stories in that, they're pretty, I mean, they're pretty grisly. Uh, I know, like, one, and there's, like, slavers or whatever from... uh, some part of Europe, I don't remember. It's like Bulgaria or something. He like rips their intestines out, ties them to trees, and like wakes them up because he like tranquilizes them or something. So they wake up to like you know their organs oh. being like you know they're like being hung basically by like their own like intestines and stuff. Jesus, Frank Castle don't mess around. Like people think he's no. just a guy, but like the the whole Marvel universe avoids Frank, no matter who they are, for the, the, yeah, the very reason of he will stuff, fucking so like, kill this you. This guy's crazy. <laughs> yeah, well, no, I know he's, like, also the only one where, like, uh, or one of the few where um, he's survived the pun and stare and basically just stared right back and he's just like, I don't yeah, regret what I've done. That That's the thing, um, you know, for everyone here to round out our, our little session here is uh, the, the Ghost Rider, he's one of my favorites. He's a real powerful guy. But the penance stare only works if you feel bad for what you've done. Uh, so people like Carnage, Venom, and the Punisher are three of the few people. I think Deadpool's in there. I think it's only the four of them have had it happen, and they don't feel anything Pretty because much it off. Yeah, yeah. All four of them don't feel bad about the things they do. They feel they're right in their own actions, so it doesn't work yeah. on them. 
and it's fucking terrifying that your most powerful weapon has absolutely no effect. <laughs> yeah, especially because, like, I mean, the other guys, like, at least they have, like, symbiotes or, like, some kind of power. Frank's literally just a guy that likes killing bad guys. Like, he's a normal, yeah, like, you know, for all intents Frank and purposes. Doesn't question like, you think he'd he be the most susceptible to the pun and stare out of you know, all the other characters, because he doesn't have, like, supernatural, at least in his normal incarnation. I mean, obviously, there's, like, oh, like, God, there's so many. Demon Slayer and Frankenstein and all those other ones. If you haven't read it, uh, you know, being a Punisher fan, I, honestly, I think I'd recommend the, the Frankencastle. I I got the, the first issue of it, and I was reading up on the other ones, and I, I have a collection in my wait list. I'm waiting for it to come back in stock. Uh, but it's, uh, Frank gets killed by Dakin, Wolverine's son, I have that actually. I have that comic. I have the oh, one where he really? dies by Dak and yeah, that fight where he stabs him in the eye and then Dak and cuts his fucking arm off and he's still like fighting him with a knife, or whatever, and he dices him up. Yeah, I've got a. I found I found it randomly. I was at uh, a little place in Omaha that sells uh, sell comics and other random shit. And I found it uh, right after that. I found one uh, when he gets put back together. They give him a bloodstone and they make him Frankencastle. And then he, the whole issue is him going after Dakin, like all these like elaborate traps and shit, and him just being like, "I don't give a fuck if you heal. I'm gonna keep doing it." <laughs> 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 like actually, I like that you well, heal because I can enjoy this more. <laughs> yeah, well, I like that even with uh, with his fight where like he's getting. F- completely he's fucked. He's like, I know I can't win, but fuck you, I'm gonna, like, yeah, like, I'm gonna stab your fucking eye, I don't care if you grow another one, like, you know. Literally turns out the Black Knight from Monty Python. <laughs> I'm putting your legs on! Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, I don't need that arm, it's just a flesh one. <laughs> it was holding me back, thanks. So... <laughs> yeah. Uh, so thank you, Derek, for uh, stopping by here and, and having a little chat. Uh, what any anywhere that anyone could find you with the bands? Uh, I know, uh, I know you were playing in Buffalo there for a bit. Anybody that's in Buffalo, New York area, uh, anything they should look out for? Uh, well, right now, unfortunately, there's not a lot of shows that we can do well, that, because of the true. coronavirus. But um, I do have some studio time booked for September, where I'm going to be re-recording some guitar work for uh, my buddy Ed, and then. We're hoping to put out his uh, solo album sometime next year. So with, you know, hopefully everything doesn't get pushed back with the virus. But that's the one thing that we kind of can do to stay busy and stay focused is, you know, work on recording and studio and writing and stuff like that. So, you know. Fair enough. Well, uh, when all that start, uh, when all that comes out, we have, we have a little bit more of a... A window into things definitely a crazier time right now for all that uh we'll have to keep yeah. all of you updated out there about derek's upcoming works because uh you know from everything i've known derek for he's really good he's he's really fucking good at playing guitar uh, he's really into music in case any of you couldn't tell by the conversation of music and things uh, so thank you very much derek uh, hopefully all of you out there enjoy this as well and until next time i'm jokey pants signing off Derek, thank you very much, sir. Yeah, thanks for having me. Oh, not a problem. Fucking Punisher. Fucking Frank, dude. <laughs> Fucking just Frank the Tank is the little Try to catch me howling at the moon.